Merry Crackmas, motherfuckers, and welcome to another Good Kraken Podcast, episode 73. I am one of your hosts, Ernell Pearson, alongside the five-star man, Devin Stanford. How you doing, baby? Doing good, doing good. How about you, man? Oh, you know, I'm just fixing my uh, my good old goth daddy Santa hat, uh, or as one would say, uh, 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 bad Santa. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Oh, you know, we just out here, dog. It's 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 Crackmas season, Devin. It's Crackmas season, it my boy. Like we're here it for Crackmas. We're here for the celebrations. We're here for the holiday. What's your coffee cup say? Let me see that one more time. Uh, it says eat sleep guitar my grandma got it for me that is extremely adorable that is extremely adorable and it is a great <laughs> coffee mug it holds an adequate amount of liquid Duh. it has a good handle Duh. yes it does it does and it sits evenly on my desk and <laughs> it even brought our boy larry back into the chat what's happening larry dude larry you get, you get a hype three you get a hype three larry in chat i hope you're doing good baby we haven't seen you in a while we hope you've been living some life hope you've been kicking ass over there dude Devin, how has your week been are you stoked for crackmas my guy dude so much that i've fallen into the uh the gaming holiday season as it were oh yeah, uh, yeah. oh yeah well i'll talk more about it later but man guardians of the galaxy should have been in the game of the year list for the game awards mm, let's just say mm, that <laughs> it's a question the <laughs> guardians of the galaxy get snubbed maybe yeah they maybe got absolutely I mean, did returnal absolutely. get snubbed there's some conversation returnal maybe i've gotten snubbed did i yeah. get snubbed as content creator of the year maybe you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when the day comes that either of us get content creator of the year, if you if you ever got put up for that, I just hope you know I would be blasting that shit everywhere. I'd be like, my boy got fucking nominated for content creator of the year. I swear to God, damn, I would go off for you, King. That would never happen. I mean, it could. <laughs> you don't fucking know. It could totally fucking could. You know what I mean? If someone like Greg Miller can get content creator, no, I'm joking. He de- he well deserved that award. He very much yeah. deserved that award. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean. I, he started a company and has a really big base and yeah, no, yeah, he, he did amazing things, you know, like not neither of us fucking scrubs deserve an award like that. <laughs> I mean, he already worked at IGN before that, already yeah, ran a yeah. podcast for them, you yeah, know. He, yeah, he's he's doing yeah. great things. He's doing great things. I, the, and I just got a he's, black he's a seasoned, a seasoned creator. A seasoned creator, yes. I just got my black Santa hat. That's all I need. You know what I'm saying? That's all I need. Yeah. Just like we are all you guys need, because today we're talking It Takes Two for Take Two to Take Take Two from It Takes Two. <laughs> <laughs> PlayStation finally coming around the final breath of theaters and much much more because this is the good kraken podcast your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news reviews and discussions that you want to hear live every tuesday at 7 p.m and saturday at 12 p.m if you're riding this wave you can head on over to patreon.com slash good show where you can submit questions and topics to the show you can get exclusive show post show content and you can have early access to sh- episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the seven seas. Give them a yard, Devin. Yard, baby, let's go. However, if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment, that is totally fine. You can watch us record the show live right here 
at twitch.tv slash show. If you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime, and we would love for you to give that to us to help keep us pushing content out for all of you listening and or watching at home. But you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. Devin! Ernell. We have some captain's orders, my friends. Guys, please do not forget, we are doing a live reaction to the 2021 Game Awards. That is next Thursday. We will be going live here at twitch.tv slash show. Uh, right around 4.45, um, we are going to be hanging out for a few minutes prior to the show getting started. And then we're going to be going through the entire Game Awards presentation uh, with you guys. So please come in, hang out with us, watch Game Awards with us. It's going to be a fucking good time. We're really, really excited for this. It's going to be like one of the more joyous parts of this year. Uh, Larry going off in the chat. Larry, we love you, dude. We love you, dude. Uh, <laughs> a reminder for everybody, too. We do now have channel points and uh, some sub badges. I'm still getting the last couple figured out. And we're going to be getting more emotes here pretty soon. We're trying to award you guys uh, that have been here with us on Twitch since day one give you guys some love give you guys some uh some some flair and some and some uh some vanity stuff that you guys can have uh as as rewards to you guys for supporting us throughout this entire year we're now in december uh we're just we, we want to give love back to you guys as much as we possibly can so uh larry says my nominations are in and i am ready to watch let's fucking go Larry, let's go. And actually, Larry, come back in on Tuesday. We're going to talk about this in our schedule uh, thing later on. But come back to us on Tuesday night at 7. Uh, we're doing our official Game Awards predictions, um, who we think is going to win. We're Tuesday, we'll talk about who we want to win. We'll go crack and choices will be there. Discuss, have that discussion with us. We love you, Larry. We love you, baby. Devin, what do we got next, my guy? Got some little waves. Little waves. <laughs> Let's fucking do my dude. Devin, what's all right, waves? guys. So this is where we have some news stories that weren't quite uh, headlining topics that we wanted to really go in depth on, uh, but we thought they were important enough to at least mention. Uh, so starting out with this, uh, Halo Infinite Dev says it anticipated cheaters and is committed to taking action. So the community manager, John uh, Junisk, uh, tweeted, let's talk about cheating. Unfortunately, cheating is a natural part of supporting a free-to-play PC game, and it's one that we anticipated. It'll never go away entirely, but we're prepared and committed to releasing consistent improvements to our game systems and taking action on bad actors, end quote. Yeah. 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 Very much. Yeah. What's happening, Vandal? What's happening, dude? Uh, yeah, welcome, welcome. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure they knew. I'm, it's Halo. They, I'm sure they yeah. fucking knew. Like, we're going to get some cheaters. We're going to get some people acting fucking fools in this free-to-play mm -hmm. game. Like, the 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 cheating thing, we've run into it a lot. We've been playing a lot of Halo, Devin. You even more so than oh, me. Yeah. And there's been some cheaters. We ran into some people that very obviously are, are hacking like fucking crazy dudes that if you can't kill them, there's no fucking way that they're not fucking cheating, right? Because you're just yeah. out here shooting people in the fucking face left and right. Um, but... I mean, it's a natural progression, right? Game comes out. They have to take care of things and steps. Yeah, dude. I've played like 170 matches. Already, I was I've, looking I've, at my uh, service record. It's disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Halo's a good game. Halo, Halo's a good yeah. game. You know, and, and it's I'm, good. It's good. I've, I've, I enjoy I've, it a lot. 
every piece of confidence that they'll they'll uh, they'll, they'll they'll get this stuff taken care of. So be patient, I, guys. I, like I'm sure you've been running into cheaters, but be patient, guys. Be patient. Yeah, it, it's not as bad as Call of Duty, though. I will say that it's not as bad as Call of Duty. It's way way more cheaters than Call of Duty. I mean, um, <laughs> Call of Duty is dumpster yeah, fire yeah. rolling Sheesh. down the street. Let's go. Anyways. <laughs> dude okay i need to tell you this really fast before i continue on the the other day so my my nephew and my daughter go to the same school and <laughs> the other day we actually dropped off our kids at the exact same time and so my sister was like oh they can say hi to each other really quick Z- zayden my nephew he goes hi arwen and my daughter's like hi zayden he was like what's up and she's like oh nothing and he goes oh that's right and then dabs on her and then she fucking dabs in reply and i was like you guys have a secret handshake is what you're fucking telling me right now you guys have a secret handshake and it is you two dabbing at each other that's what's happening right now i fucking hate it so much but hey power to them. i guess they have a secret hand you and i don't even have a secret handshake ours is fuck you that's our secret handshake. <laughs> give it like two years they'll walk up to each other it'll be like sup dude <laughs> it's gonna be great dude i'm here for it i'm here for it <laughs> Vandal's like dabs aren't a thing anymore the fuck <laughs> yeah no that's what i'm saying i'm like these kids are fucking late in the game god damn dude like they're they're over here still flossing like fortnite's still fucking relevant you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying damn i'm just so uh speaking of things that are relevant rockstar delays gta trilogy physical edition release dates um so while the change now means that the game will release on Xbox consoles and PS4 on December 17th, a 10 day delay, it's worse news for Switch fans where the game now won't be available physically until 2022. Um, Ouch. To, <laughs> uh, let me let me tell you something, Switch fans. This uh, trilogy is not worth it. It it's ain't not, it. No, dog. it it's, ain't it. It's been running into so many problems. Like the I, I there was another article like earlier like uh, uh, this week, like I think it was like Monday or Tuesday, I saw that I was talking about how the like rock stars sort of like exposed themselves like the other day, of, like basically showing that like this GTA trilogy used the same base models and like coding from the GTA mobile. And like yeah. because of such, they're now having to backtrack and stack upon like what they were building on and that they released a mobile game on consoles <laughs> Devin for $60 for 60 fucking dollars they released three mobile games onto consoles and as lock and load says in chat oof is fucking right dog it is yeah. right oh my lord it's this is ridiculous it's it's uh, coming from the guys that have fucking created red dead redemption i cannot believe that they're making a decision like this i can't believe it, it, it isn't it like a new development team too uh, yes dog i i digress <laughs> yeah yeah uh but you know it doesn't suck mm. spider-man no way home pre-sales mm. are the biggest since avengers endgame it beat what? out films like avengers infinity war it beat out Far From Home, it beat out The Last Jedi, Rogue One, and even The Rise of Skywalker. Dog, it beat it beat Black Oof. Widow's entire first day sales in, in two, two hours. hours. Dog, I can't, like, this movie is going to be so fucking hyped, Devin. I'm so excited to see this fucking movie. I'm dog. big excited. 
I'm big excited. Next Friday. It's going to be next so Friday, good. Baby. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking wait. Is it oh, next Friday? No, dude, it's not. It, no, it's, no, it's, it's two weeks. It's for two, weeks. Two, two weeks. Fridays, two Fridays, two yeah. Fridays, two Fridays. Oh, damn it. Let's you know, go. side note, side note. You want to know what's going to be nice about that? What? Those those two Fridays, <laughs> you'll see me rolling up in my new car. They see me rolling in my new car. Guys, chat, please tell. Are you guys seeing Spider-Man? Did you guys get your hands on tickets? It took me four hours to get fucking tickets. Please let us know if you guys got tickets for Spider-Man. I want to see which one of you guys we can have on our uh, on our review show the entire time. We're, we're going to be doing a review of it, obviously, because that's just what we fucking do. But we're going to we're going to mostly do like the entire almost the entire thing. Just spoiler free. So we don't want to ruin it for anyone. Like um, Vanna said, it's the pirate's life for me. <laughs> Yard to that baby. I love that for you, Vando. Yarn. Anyways. <laughs> Continue on, Devin. Ooh. Oh, Griffy, Griff, my Kiwi, bro. My Kiwi baby. Yeah, tickets are easy to get flesh. in Australia. Yeah. yeah flesh. Oksana calls for <laughs> when did this command come up? Wait, what? <laughs> Where did this yeah, listen, come I need from? I need you to not question things. I need you to not question. What? Me and Vandal are on. Uh, my <laughs> Griff, no, no, I, I, I did call you Kiwi, Kiwi. I'm sorry, baby. I, I got, I got you mixed up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're, 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 you're my baby. You're my baby. All right. You're my baby. Um, Vandal and I made this one. I think it was during. Florian yeah. talks with Erdell. Yeah, I think I think I think it was, it was there was some piece of content we did, and he was he was like demanding we make a fucking command for this, and I was like, bet. Bet. Okay. Bet. Let's okay. Let's do it. Let's do okay. it. Let's do it. All right. You know what's dope? U.S. Congress bill could be used to ban console scalper bots. So the Stopping Grinch Bots Act would, in writing, enforce these new rules to, quote, prohibit manipulative technical practices that allow bad actors to use bots to circumvent control measures designed to protect real customers end quote lots of big words <laughs> make it an illegal federal trade commission violation to circumvent security measures access control systems or other technological control measures on a site or online service yeah yeah. Fuck you, scalpers. <laughs> Fuck you, scalpers. Listen, I mean, it's about time, right? It's if, about if time. you want, I can, I can, I can, I, I can, uh, you know, backhand or nail for you. I, I see what you did. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the, <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, the <laughs> just fucking, so the, uh, um, the, this is a fucking about time, dude. Like, it's about time they yeah. fucking step in and get this fucking taken care of because it's like, no, <laughs> Griff, I'm a fucking Kiwi. All right, okay. All right. All right, Griff. <laughs> All right, Griff. <laughs> no, it's true, though. Like, because now me and Griff are going to have the dynamic of, of an actual Kiwi and an Aussie, and it's going to be a fucking good time. It's going to be a fucking good time, and I hope you're ready for that. I hope you're ready for that. We love you, Griff. What's that? What's that, what's we what's love that you, episode of Flight of the Concords? <laughs> With the okay. Australian all government. right. Let's let's. Uh, you got to bring up the flight. Okay. All right. Anyways, the 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 scalper thing has been such a fucking issue. I'm honestly extremely surprised that it took them this fucking long. Like, I mean, yeah. like you you remember like Nvidia? They came out with a GPU just so that they can combat fucking uh 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 uh, uh, uh miners like crypto miners. Yep. 
because that's yep. been an issue too. And it's like, like it's, it's coming in steps. I just wish they would have capitalized on this sooner. Like this is not the first year that this has been a problem. Scalpers have been an issue for the past fucking like eight years, dog, like heavily an yeah. issue. Um, and yeah, even go ahead. Go always ahead. been hard. It's always been hard to get new consoles release, uh, regardless of there being scalpers or not. And mm. same with GPUs, you know, mm-hmm. uh, this this by far has been the worst it's ever been. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. And I mean, granted, that's also because of the pandemic and like having materials mm-hmm. be short shortaged on like there, there's there's lots of layers to this. But like, fucking thank God they're finally doing something about it. You yeah. Know what I mean, and there's there's people there's people even uh, scalping Spider-Man No Way Home tickets. <laughs> <laughs> like dude. it's ridiculous it's fucking, it, dude it's, it's it's insanity For like, it's insane I, I saw in some areas they were they were reaching like eleven hundred dollars for a ticket to go see there was one for twenty five thousand dollars at one point what yeah dog it's oh i'm the, it's so it's it's disgusting right like yeah whatever dog whatever dude i'm over it so uh <laughs> good news though Halo Infinite is going to add three more PvP modes before the end of the year. They're planning to release more playlists and PvP modes for Halo Infinite by the end of the year. Uh, these modes include Fiesta, Tactical Slayer, aka SWAT, and Free For All. However, they won't arrive in time for Halo Infinite's official campaign launch date of December 8th. Now, my my only thing, it's been a reoccurring theme this year. Mm-hmm. Our games coming out without previous content that's in every other game and has been in every other game at launch, but games coming out without content that they've had like battlefield 2042 doesn't even have in game chat. Like you can't even voice talk in 2042. Yeah. Not even like without being in discord or a PSN party or an Xbox live party. Yeah. Yeah. can't even chat with people um game modes are just entirely like missing now you know like they're launching games with only like a few options where like you know battlefield used to have like six to eight modes yeah. when it would launch halo would have like 15 different playlists you know yeah yeah and like forge mode and stuff like that and i i don't even know the state of call of duty i just heard it's really bad <laughs> i didn't even i didn't yeah, even pick up vanguard yeah. but it's it's just ridiculous to me and like i i've been up to bat for halo a lot because i'll be like oh this is technically a beta we'll get the full release on december 8th well this was just the fucking final drop in the bucket for me to make me turn my head a little bit and just be like really okay yeah i mean granted okay. like the the thing is too guys we we have to remember that like the pandemic changed a lot of shit. It changed a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And we know that like it's it's there there was a lot of variables that came into like games coming out this year. And I can see a situation where like three four three specifically trying to release Halo in a state that it is in was very much dictated by the idea that they were wanting to put out a game that is extremely anticipated. And people have been waiting already a really long time for this because they delayed it. Mm -hmm. Remember, they delayed this fucking game a number of fucking times. And so it's like, I think they were trying to roll it out in a way that's like, we can still appease our audience. We can make them happy to an extent and we can roll out some more things as we go. Because I think a big part of Halo Infinite's multiplayer specifically is 
they're wanting to treat it as a free to play multiplayer. They saw they saw the 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 realm in which other free to play multiplayer games are playing at. And they wanted to play in that in that state, too. And I think the campaign thing is a completely different discussion. Obviously, we've talked about that before. It's like, you know, that that is very dependent on, on the pandemic and how that changed things in the game industry. Um, something like this, though, I can see them wanting to have had made sure that they're rolling things like Fiesta, SWAT and free for all for like online like servers and stuff rather than just custom matches. Um, I, I can see them wanting to roll that out a little bit more slowly because you want to make sure that it's going to function the way they want it to function. And that's fine. Like, I'm OK with that. Like, if they need to, like, slow things down on servers and stuff by rolling out game modes a little bit slowly, I'd rather have that and have servers work and have the good multiplayer experience that we've been having rather than them mm. throw all of it our way and then nothing works the way it's supposed to. You know what I mean? That's that's fair. I'm just slightly frustrated longtime Halo fan that's played every single one. You know? No, no, no I, I get it. And and yeah. obviously you're not but, even that frustrated. Like you're very happy with this game. But but like to say that by the end of the year, the game will include Fiesta when it already has had Fiesta as an event pre launch. Yeah. When it's already in the game. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Now, and, and, and the thing is, too, I don't want to speak on it too deeply because obviously we're not game uh -huh. developers. Like, we don't know what that flip side of that that conversation is. Um, but, I mean, like, I'm sure there's reasons. And 343 is already, they've given us a great multiplayer experience. Whether or not you guys in the chat or people at home listening at home, audio, video, watchers, or whatever, don't or do like Halo Infinite's multiplayer, there's something good here. And we've experienced mm -hmm. that for the past few weeks since they shadow dropped this fucking beta out of fucking nowhere. We've we've experienced that. We enjoy the game to an extent, one way or another. Um, I just think it's going to be a slow build into what they're wanting to do with it. Um, and that's fine. That's fine. Uh, Griffin, the chat says in-game voice chat uh, for Battlefield, I, I, I believe is what he means, is a choice to uh, combat cyberbullying and abuse. Only having text chat means that there's always a log, uh, which makes sense. That makes sense. I didn't think mm. about that, Griff. That's that's a good point. That's a good point. Larry says the fact co-op isn't day one is wild to me. Uh, Goddamn. Yeah. Goddamn. That that yeah. is a wild decision. But you know what? We'll get we we'll get there in a bit. Um, I think that is all the little waves, right? Devin? Yeah. Yeah. I, that that is everything. All right, my boys. Well, we well, are we going to move now. into the helm. The helm. Let's. <laughs> Go. The helm is our main news segment, guys. We got three stories here for all of you to talk about. Uh, first up, we have Joseph Fair's game, It Takes Two, is hit with claim from Take Two Interactive. This comes from George Yang over at IGN, and it reads like this. Grand Theft Auto parent company Take Two Interactive has hit Haze Light Studios' game, It Takes Two. Two, with a trademark claim. Records indicate that Hazelight has seemingly been forced to abandon ownership of the game's name. In a statement to Eurogamer, a Hazelight spokesperson told the outlet that the studio cannot comment on ongoing disputes, but hopes that the situation will be resolved. Take-Two has also been filing trademark claims for names that include words like Rockstar, Social Club, Mafia, and Civilization. These words all have connections to the products or services that Take-Two owns, such as Rockstar Games, Rockstar Social Club, and the Mafia franchise. Not only is Hazelight affected, but other businesses unrelated to the games industry are as well. A clothing brand uh, called Max Fane has been included in Take-Two's trademark claims, presumably due to its closeness to the studio's Max Payne franchise. <laughs> 
Who fucking cares about a mask paint? Anyways, an axe throwing company in Florida called uh, Rockstar Axe Throwing is trying to oppose Take-Two's trademark claim, too, while a music book brand called Think Like a Rockstar has abandoned its trademark following Take-Two's claim. Jesus Christ. You can see that companies have chosen, or some companies, excuse me, have chosen to simply abandon the trademarks instead of fighting a company as big as Take-Two, as it is trying to extend the claimings. Uh, virtual legalities, Richard Hogue says, quote, you can start to see applicants, uh, per what the fuck is this world? <laughs> this word, uh, I think, I think, <laughs> what is this world, what is this world <laughs> and this word, uh, per, peremptorily. That's a word. Okay. Limit I'm their own. Sure it was supposed to be preemptively. Like preemptively I'm assuming. Yeah. L limit their own applications to try to avoid getting extended out as well as plenty of folks with a legitimate application simply choosing not to fight by defaulting on the opposition End quote. In terms of It Takes Two, Hogue says that since it isn't a company name and the phrase is commonly used in goods and services everywhere, uh, quote, I would suspect that they simply wind up getting untrademarked and relying on copyright, end quote, Hogue explains. Take Two has been on something of a legal kick lately, such as suing reverse engineer GTA 3 and Vice City creators, as well as GTA modders. It Takes Two creator Joseph Fares made a name for himself with an outspoken appearance at the 2018 Game Awards. Perhaps he might have a similar attitude next week during the Game Awards 2021, where It Takes Two is up for Best Game, among other nominations. Devin, oh. what's this doing for you, my dude? It kind of pisses me off, honestly. Like, the yeah. whole, like, <laughs> trying to trademark, like, like for one, trying to trademark the word rock star, like, and not let other people use it like get the f as as someone from the music community and granted i have a very small footprint in it yeah fuck you rockstar yeah fuck you rockstar fuck you. seriously like seriously you are pulling some activision shit right here and it's, i ain't here for it it's absurd like, like so if, if this is the way that rockstar is going to be moving forward then i'm not going to buy your games anymore fuck you yeah, it's, sorry. it's it's ridiculous. Like Le Vandal says, this, sound, this sounds just like Paris Hilton trying to copyright hot. And uh, Griff says what take two has done is every indie game devs nightmare. Like it's it's just absurd. Cause, like now it's not like it, it explained. It's not even just, you know, other video games. It's other just businesses like small businesses that they're yeah. going after because of a fucking word that's being used in their business name. That's insanity. To me, they're just trying to make as much fucking money as they can. That's yeah. all they're doing. They're just yeah. money grabbing. And and like if any indication of like if if that doesn't show you that they're just money grabbing and they don't really care about like the art behind making video games. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that Grand Theft Auto five came out like almost nine years ago. And they're still pushing that game as an online service. I mean, it makes the and, money. It makes the money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I guess I can't really blame them. My my thing here though is I made the boo boo dumbass mistake of not digging into the article at first, and so my initial thought was they're only doing this because it takes two is up for game of the year, and they're wanting yeah. to like get their ground for that. I didn't realize that they put an entire cease and desist fucking ordeal on like 18 fucking different businesses, which is arguably mm -hmm. even worse than, than what yeah. I suspected at first, because at first I thought it was just like, oh, they're just coming after it takes two because 
name stuff. They want their money because they're going to make a bunch of fucking money off. It takes two because they're game of the year nominee. Now all this other stuff, this is just them being like, you're using words that we use. Give us money for it or <laughs> fall down to a copyright claim instead. And it, it's, it's just, I don't understand corporate companies sometimes, Devin. I really don't fucking understand it. Like, anyways, <laughs> there's a, uh, there's a, um, SoCal news, um, radio station called take two as well. Love that. Love that. Love that. Vandal says we're wearing the same shirt. Take it off. Which one of us, which one of us Vandal, which one of us is wearing the same shirt. I'm down for this. I'm down for this. Anyways. Uh, 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 Devin, go ahead and take our second story, my friend. Absolutely. So we got some exciting news mm. this week. PlayStation is planning an Xbox Game Pass style subscription service. And this comes from Ian Walker over at Kotaku. Sony is finalizing a new PlayStation subscription meant to give the platform its own Xbox Game Pass service that's tentatively scheduled to launch next spring, Bloomberg reports. The current plan is apparently to combine PlayStation's cloud-based gaming service, PlayStation Now, with the monthly free game offerings of PlayStation Plus, phasing out the former in favor of the latter's more prominent branding. According to the internal Sony documents seen by Bloomberg, the monthly fee to this new subscription, codenamed Spartacus, will provide players with unlimited access to library in both modern and classic PlayStation games. Much like Xbox Game Pass, the Spartacus subscription will also come in various flavors depending on how much users are willing to spend. The cheapest tier should look a lot like the current PlayStation Plus service. The second tier will add PlayStation 4 and eventually PlayStation 5 games. And the third tier will offer extended demos and game streaming as well as PlayStation, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, and even PlayStation Portable Libraries. Yay, PSP shouts. Uh, Spartacus is also expected to be available on both the PS4 and PS5, meaning folks will who still haven't been able to secure Sony's hard-to-find next-gen console won't be left out in the cold. Armchair analysis about timing aside, this is a no-brainer for Sony. Xbox Game Pass, which first launched in 2017, is the single best thing Microsoft's video game division has produced in decades, attracting more than 18 million subscribers with its Netflix-style approach to gaming, with a much greater existing install base across console generations and an obvious hunger for the kind of subscription model. Spartacus is sure to be a hit as Sony approaches its PlayStation plan with the same fervor. I'm, yes, I'm fervor. guessing that's supposed fervor, to be... Yeah. Is it? Okay. No, it's fervor. Yeah, fervor. I want to say flavor um, is Microsoft as Microsoft and Xbox. And honestly, every major company in this industry should be giving us more ways to legally play classic games at a reasonable price. Absolutely. Devin, we've talked about this all fucking year, my dude. Competition breeds innovation. Yep. We fuck of we talked about this before. PlayStation needed to do something. They needed to do something. They're going to they're going to bite the bullet. They're going to take the ass kick in this generation and then they'll be able to do some catching up late into this gen. It yeah. it's they had to fucking do this, dude. They had yeah. to do this. I mean, this is exactly like what happened to Microsoft last gen, mm -hmm. except uh, PlayStation is at least had some good games at launch. <laughs> yeah, 100 yeah, percent. Like, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, 
we we saw this too with the uh the playstation pc division studios that they they trademarked and branded and everything yeah um it's about time and uh i have a feeling it's going to be a long time before i'll be able to find a ps5 reasonably you know yeah so i'm just hoping within the next year my computer is just my ps5 you know. Yeah, I mean, like, we we can only hope, dude. I mean, like, if, if PlayStation yeah. plays their cards right and doesn't really commit to doing what Game Pass is doing, but on the PlayStation side of things, they have a chance like, to compete. They have a chance to be consumer friendly, and that's just what we want from them. If they make it available on PC, I will subscribe to it day one. Day one, period. Day yep. one. I'll, and I'll yep. get their, ult- their ultimate version, whatever it is. I'll happily get that, especially with my plans yep. to get a PS5 in January when it's a little bit more readily available. Like, I'll happily fucking do that. Dude. That's like, if, 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 if. of course, of yeah. course. Uh, yeah, no, you know, let's see. Hopefully this bill passes where they can get rid of, uh, you know, bot scalpers. Mm. You know what I mean? Amen. Uh, then it'll be easier to get PS5 and then it'll be hard for scalpers to sell the PS5s. And then what will happen is they'll be selling them for like 400 or 450. And then that's when you grab PS5. <laughs> <laughs> it's 50 bucks off. Because <laughs> they're okay, going to be like, no, sure, just sure. take this off my hands. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Because yeah. they're selling them yeah. in stores. No problem. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Yeah. No, this is this is just good news, man. Um, I, I, I hope to see this have uh, some compatibility with PC, you know, moving forward um, since, you know, like we mentioned, the trademark. And um, it'd be really cool uh, to start doing that. Like they're they're already putting out some of their beloved series on PC. So I I feel like we're we're 50 50 at this point. Right. Whether it's going to happen on PC or not. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but th- this is just what we've been asking for. It really is. Yeah, I mean, it, like, it was it was inevitable to come. It was inevitable to come. Just like yeah. inevitability, Square Enix warns players that servers might struggle with Final Fantasy XIV's next big expansion. Uh, we're running over to Ash Parrish over at The Verge, and he says this. Uh, with Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker launching an early access this week and officially on December 7th, Square Enix is warning players that they might face the longest login queues and wait times the game has ever seen. Cool boy. In a blog post, Square Enix stated that while it has optimized servers in anticipation of heavy traffic, the global chip shortage has prevented the addition of new servers that would help alleviate congestion problems. As such, players can expect to wait longer than normal to log into game servers, visit new Endwalker-specific areas, and experience instance content-like duties. Uh, Square Enix also offered tips that players can use to ensure their Endwalker experience is the best it can be. If players are experiencing higher login queues for their home server, they can choose to temporarily play on another, less crowded server within their data center. Also, since new character creation is disabled for congested worlds, Square Enix suggested players interested in making new characters create them now before the Endwalker rush or during off hours post-launch. Interest in Final Fantasy XIV reached an all-time high this summer, aided by an exodus of dissatisfied World of Warcraft players, popular streamers giving the MMO airtime, and a clever meme extolling the virtues of Final Fantasy XIV's free trial. Uh, Even with Square Enix beefing up their existing servers and delaying the game by two weeks to ensure stability, Endwalker is shaping up to be the biggest launch in Final Fantasy XIV history. Oh boy. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's, worth it's it, fucking yeah. worth it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, as as an FF14 player, I'd say it's worth it. I'm going to be a little late to this expansion. Um, I'm going to I'm going to try and, you know, wait out the, this big 
Hubba Baloo yeah. rush, yeah. you know, yeah. for the first month or two. And mm-hmm. then I'm going to get back into it. I also started playing ESO recently and <laughs> I like it. It was good. It was a good way to get me off of Skyrim and, you know, get to some new content there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, dude, for uh, Black Friday, I got uh, the whole collector's pack for 26 bucks with all yes, the did. expansions. Yes, you so. did. Yes, you did. Yeah. No, yeah. I, yeah. as far as this is concerned, I mean, like, we're not surprised. And Endwalker has been a massive talking point uh, this entire year. This entire fucking year, dude. dude like, Final Fantasy XIV has been in come up after come up after come up, audience after audience. Like, it's been insane to see their growth this year. Yeah. You know what's crazy? It, they've had better trailers and teasers and cinematics for FF14 they've shown this year than they've shown for the uh, uh, Final Fantasy prequel. Uh, what what is that called again chaos <laughs> oh, oh uh, paradise whatever origins yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. origins paradise as yeah. well as final fantasy 16 i want to see more about final fantasy 16 though because uh a lot of the team members are from final fantasy 14 yeah yeah uh mike in the chat says rip the chip shortage i got a uh, debated on black friday I picked up the new light dlc pack for destiny but it doesn't include the most recent season so i can't really play anything oh wow you need xbox game pass my guy yeah you need game yeah pass. game pass is 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 the way so um thing about destiny 2 all existing content and future content is free on xbox game pass yep there you go mike on pc and console i just play on pc oh no it's it's free on pc too yeah, Game Pass PC. PC. Yeah, yeah, because it be because Ga- Game Pass has a PC suite and a console suite, and some a lot of things on it actually function on both, uh, especially yep. Destiny because it's uh, cross save now. So there you yep. go, Mike. There you go, Mike. We're looking out for yep. you, baby. The We're only you. the only things you have to buy are the season pass on there, mm-hmm. but you don't have to buy any DLC yep. anymore. There you go. There you go, Mike. We love you, baby. We love you, dog. Thank you for being here, by the way. Thank you. We appreciate yeah, you. Absolutely. Yeah, but uh, Final Fantasy 14 game game's amazing. It deserves all the hype it gets. Um, it is uh, known. The Shadowbringers expansion is known as one of the best uh, Final Fantasy stories ever to be released. And I've heard that from multiple people as one as notable as the uh, Jason Schreier from Bloomberg. Uh, but I mean, Jason Schreier out here just giving us the fucking yeah. info. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. or no. What's up? I don't really care what Jason Schreier talks about, what he has in his hands. Mm. But can you tell me what's in your hands? Oh, my hands are on the deck, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Hands on Deck is our Hands On Center. We talk a little bit about some uh, games uh, we've been playing, some shows or movies we've been watching. And we try to pitch one or two of them to you guys at home uh, to try to see if you guys would be interested in, uh, yeah, try to have a good time, some entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Devin, what have you been playing or watching? Let's, let's do so, two today. We have time for two. Yeah, yeah. So I will start with my small one. Okay. And I came across a new show on Netflix called Super Crooks. Super Crooks. Okay. What is that? Yes. What is that? It is an anime about a world of people with superpowers 
granted that of course i find something like this right after watching my hero <laughs> jesus you know? christ jesus christ <laughs> but it focuses on the villains okay right okay and it's more of an adult anime my villain uh, academia <laughs> my villain yeah. my villain academia. it's more of an adult yeah. anime though um okay. Okay. especially with the themes and stuff and uh it's not bad Honestly, it it gets very violent and ridiculous, but it is also like very um, grounded at the same time, which is a very oxymoron combination of words I just strung together. Uh, sure. But the animation <laughs> style kind of kind of makes it look like it's popping straight out of a uh, a manga almost mm -hmm. like if if uh, the boondocks was turned into a manga. Oh, OK, OK, yeah. Okay yeah okay. um but uh it's got great voice uh voiceover acting in it um the uh the powers are cool and that i don't quite know what the story is gonna be yet because i'm only a few episodes in but it's it's all about the main character trying to rehabilitate himself after getting out of a super max prison that's meant to hold villains and stuff okay. like that. Okay. Okay. And he's he's kind of on this crossroad of does he just want to lead a normal ex life convict, you know, ex convict life, or does he want to go back to doing the shit that he used to do? You know what I'm sure. saying? Okay. Okay. So uh, um, it's not bad so far, and that's on Netflix. Um, and it's got an eight out of ten from IGN as well. Oh. Okay. And uh, okay. for for uh, Google reviews it's got a 96 percent so oh wow that's high for google review honestly yeah no, um, i'm saying check it out it's pretty good uh i think there's like 12 maybe 13 episodes in total i'm on episode three or four yeah it just came out on the 25th of november okay so. okay fuck yeah dude. yeah fuck yeah um now for my next thing i took Garrick's advice and I got Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, you did. Tell us about it, Devin. I am on chapter eight. Garrick told me I'm already further than him. And yeah. uh yes, you are. I'm very disappointed <laughs> that this game wasn't up for game of the year um for the uh video game awards because boy is this game so far a nine out of ten. Let me tell you. This yeah. this is it's superb. Yeah. Um, yeah. The storytelling level is pretty much on the same um, level as uh, a Spider-Man for me. Like I get that same feeling, that same like serotonin burst. Everything is fun. The movement is great. Uh, the the world building is great. The skybox, uh, the story, the humor, um, the, the combat's fun. The combat is actually very reminiscent of like a uh, Final Fantasy 15 or Final Fantasy 7, you know, action based combat um, where you have a party and you can pick separate abilities for them all to uh, to do things. And, they, and all their abilities can be cohesive with each other and kind of interact to like stagger enemies differently, you know, and there's elemental effects, too. There's like right now I have lightning and and ice so I can freeze enemies and shock enemies and stuff like that. It's, it's really cool. Um, definitely worth checking out. Um, the story has nothing to do with the MCU 
at all, which is really cool because it's definitely set in its own universe and it's its own thing. And there's a lot of lore and backstory on how everybody got to where they are. So they're already an established Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. You're not putting them okay. together. They're already established within the world. Um, like there's some big things in there that you hear the characters talk about that like you have a little bit of knowledge about from the MCU, but how everything happened differently in their universe, you know? Okay. Okay. So, um, but it's a fantastic game. Um, this, this game deserves more attention and I recommend everybody go try it out. But yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, like I've, I've heard, so many wonderful things about this game, like from like mm. a variety of different people, just like over time, like Andy Cortez from kind of funny mm. loved this fucking game. He was talking like very deeply about how good, not just the, the, uh, uh, the soundtrack of it is, but just like the way that the animated, like the characters, so that the emo mm-hmm. in a way that like feels realistic, uh, like basically everything that I've heard from everybody is that the game is, so fucking good and the only thing that sort of falls short is the combat and that's it everything else is phenomenal and it's not even bad it's not yeah. it's actually fluid it gets slightly repetitive because action combat games just do yeah you know yeah, yeah. but it's it's it it's fluid and works really well um i just want to touch on super crooks uh one detail i forgot to uh uh put in there is sure. mark miller is one of the writers and he is writer for what? What else? I believe he did uh, Batman for DC. What? Hold on, Mark Miller. Yeah, Mark Miller, comic writer. Um, Scottish comic book writer. He did The Authority. He's Swamp done a lot. Thing, the Ultimates, Marvel Knights, Spider Man. Oh my God. Kingsman. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He also yeah. he yeah. is one of the original writers. It's like an American Japanese cross like effort. It's really cool. OK, OK, that that is that's tight. That's super tight. Is someone being on something like yeah. that? That's I so think sick. he also worked on Sin City as well. Oh, I well, I mean, Sin City was uh, what's his face? Um, Frank Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. But yeah, yeah just... no, he's he's written a bunch of stuff. He did the uh, the Rogue Trooper. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. He did the the Sonic comic books. All of them. Oh, dude. Yeah, this 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 sounds fun. This sounds fun. I'm glad you have yeah. have it sold on Mike, like because he I feel like that's right up his alley. Like, you know, dude, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. That's... It's really good. And like if it if it tells you anything, he he's written for Batman, he's written for the Flash, Superman, Aquaman. Um he's he's done uh, he did um uh Civil War number one through seven of two thousand six to two thousand seven. So he did that original Civil War as well. Right, um, right. Yeah, so he it's it's yeah. He also did Ultimate X-Men. Oh, dude. So. Oh, that's a, that's a good run. That's a good run. Um, yeah. So just just to back up the writing. 
Sure, sure. That makes sense, too. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, yeah. What about you, man? Yeah. So I um, uh, I didn't really get a chance to dive too deeply on it last weekend, but I wanted to double over and uh, and come back to touch on Hellbound. Uh, so Hellbound is a, uh, a one season uh, so far show on Netflix, uh, a mm-hmm. Korean horror show um, that mm-hmm. talks about um, uh, 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 weird religious aspects, um, because the the concept of the show is that one day someone had a giant face pop out of the air and tell them blah 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 you person name uh are going uh on on this date at this time you are bound for hell and they're like what the fuck was that about and it's this giant head it's a massive head like that pops out of the fucking mm-hmm. air and then on that date and time uh three massive hulking beasts come out of thin air beat the absolute shit out of this person and then they essentially effectively suck their soul out of their body and burn their, the person's body, uh, to fucking ashes. And it is one of the weirdest kind of cool fucking concepts I've seen out of a Netflix, like, like piece of Korean content so far. Um, I have a couple little caveats as far as like the creature design of the three like hulking beasts that like come out of nowhere. I think they could have been made to look a little bit cooler. But the overall aspect of the show is that like this happens and people start finding out. So they think that this is God trying to punish people for sinning. And there's this Mm -hmm. weird like sort of like evangelist like cultist group that is uh trying to push that agenda. Like, this is your fault. You're a sinner. You're a sinner. This is God taking your life and putting you where you, you need to be. Um, and eventually one of these, what they, these events of the three monsters coming out, like a person, the, uh, the a person sees the face, the face tells them when they're going to die. They call it a decree. And then when the creatures come out to take their soul, they call it a demonstration. And one of these demonstrations get broadcasted live on Korean television everywhere for everyone to see around the entire world. So when they see that, this cultist group now becomes this sort of like dictator group. Where like the chairman, the the lead person of this like group, uh, now is being treated like a messiah because he's the only one who's been telling people this is because you're sinning, and they didn't believe him at first. They thought he was out of his mind, and then this happens, and now everyone believes him. Uh, so he's mm-hmm. now a messiah, basically. And there's a bunch of people that like think this dude's whacked out of his mind still, uh, and are trying to figure out why this is happening. So it's a very interesting story. Uh, I very much recommend it for anyone that has been enjoying the uh, the Korean horror content over the past couple of years. I think it's a good watch. Um, it mm-hmm. has uh, a lot of the same production level that we've been seeing from like the Korean horror side of things. Uh, it's a little bit closer to. Um, uh, to hashtag alive than it is trained to Busan. Um, so it's not okay. quite at a massive production level, but it's still pretty good. Um, and I, I highly recommend if you're, if you're into no, the Korean horror, go ahead. I, I, the last Korean horror I watched, uh, it's based off of a webtoon. It's called a uh, sweet home. Yeah, dude. I still need to watch that. I still need to yeah. watch it. I've, I've been yeah. wanting to that. Cause I've, I've been wanting to watch sweet home. I've been wanting to watch my name. 
Um, and mm. those are two that I'm like, honestly, probably going to eyeball like next. Because uh, I've Sweet heard Sweet good. Home is phenomenal. I've heard it's really one other good. thing. I I haven't dived into it a lot because it's still releasing episodes. There's only three right now. Sure. It's an anime, but I know this will pique your interest. It's called uh, Platinum End, okay. and it's from the same writers as Death Note. And okay. there's 13 people around the world who are chosen to be God candidates to be the next God. Okay. And they're given angel powers, but Ooh. only one can be God. Ooh, and they all powers. have like a special rank angel that's assisting them and showing them how to be one. Well, you said only one of them could be Nicolas Cage. Yeah. God, right? Yeah, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, yeah. only yeah. one of them can be Nick yeah. Cage. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, specifically, yeah. uh, National Treasure, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, because he's yeah. he but, is obviously God. Yeah, but it's from the same creators as Death Note, so okay. it's worth watching. Okay, so, sure, sure. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So now the uh, the other one that I want to talk about, Devin, is actually going to be a little bit weird here, and I need you to just mm-hmm. entertain this. All right, I got Xbox Game Pass. I have yes. an Xbox Series S now. Um, yes. I have now been divulging in the entire Xbox Game Pass suite that I possibly can and kind of thinking of games that I can just sort of knock out that I never really got a chance to play. Uh, one of those things mm-hmm. is Spirit Fair. Like, I only played like 10 minutes of it, but I'm going to try to dive into it deep later. Um, I, I played uh, I played a little bit of the medium. I, I got to dive into that a little bit later, too. But the one that I picked up that I downloaded that caught my attention the most right off the bat was one Rise Son of Rome. Oh, yeah. I never played this game. I heard it was a fun game. I heard it was cool. Uh, And I don't want to dive too deep because this is obviously an older game. For anyone that has played this game, you know it's a fucking old because this was an Xbox One launch game, right? So it's like, yeah, yeah. Um, I am so happy (laughs) I'm playing this game because now I'm seeing that rise son of rome walked so that god of war could sprint and it yeah. and it is like like you can you can see rise son of rome being like the inspiration for so many games that came out after rise did and i it's so fucking funny dude uh vandal says it was an x-bone uh graphical showcase game dude it looks it looks great it looks like, really like, good think about it this way that game came out like eight years ago yeah And and it got stepped on. Yeah, it got really bad reviews at first, dude. Like, yeah, it got stepped on. Now, granted, I don't know why, because everybody hated the Xbox one when it first launched. Yeah, yeah, which is fair. Yeah. Like, the Xbox One was kind of not yeah. that great, but uh, I, I, it, it's a fun game. It's a fun game. Like I, I can see like it. It's not without its faults. Like it definitely like the combos and stuff look fucking sick for the first like twenty minutes. But then when you start to realize it's just the same combo kills every fucking time, basically the same like five that you're just rotating. Mm-hmm. Um, it eventually gets like not quite as cool, but it's dope that like you're basically playing like three hundred. It's like yeah. it's it's fucking cool. It's probably like a, and as as someone who I don't know if you knew this or it's, I know some some people who know me know this. I'm a massive 300 fan. That movie was one of my fucking favorite movies of all time. I actually had a bet with a friend in high school that I could not watch it 300 times. I could not watch 300 300 times by the time we graduated high school, and I got to 245, and I was like, I can't. 
I can't. I can't. <laughs> hey. my, my brother kept me accountable. He's like, you have to watch it every day. I'm going to make sure you watch it every day. <laughs> and I did. And I got to like, I think it was like March of that year. And I was like, I fucking can't, dude. I'm losing my fucking mind watching this every goddamn yeah. day. Um, yeah, it was it was like, holy shit, dude. But I love that. Some movie. would say that 300 is the last good Zack Snyder movie. <laughs> Some would say that. Some meaning Devin. And you'd be fucking wrong because Army of Thieves was really good. And Army of the Dead was oh, really well, good. Okay, I'll give and, it Ar- and, Army and, of Thieves. And the Snyder Army Cut was good. Okay. Army of the Dead sucked. The Snyder Cut was bad. Oh my uh, god, Batman I hate you. Superman I fucking bad. hate you so much. You're disgusting. <laughs> Devin, why are you so toxic? That's what, that's what I want to talk about. Why are you so no, toxic? I'm, just, I'm, I'm not being toxic. This why, is just my honest toxic? opinion. I'm saying even Mike in the chat. Who is this guy? You know what I'm saying? Who is this guy? Who is this guy? Someone who likes good content. No, it's someone that needs a McChicken. (laughs) Yes. Anyways, I just wanted to briefly talk about Rise uh, and briefly talk about how I'm kind of going through a little bit of a sort of like absent backlog where like I'm trying to go through like some uh, 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 uh. Army of Dead was boring. Army of Thieves was exactly. God Larry. Damn it! Army of Dead was exactly. fun. I'm Ar- so Army I had of the it Dead with y'all. Stuck. I it had, had it no, with y'all. <laughs> it had no consistency. It's like why, it why the fuck are zombies' heads off. like electrified and like <laughs> steaming and burning up now? They're, like they're, why is that happening? They're going to explain it in the sequel to Army of the Dead. One Army of the Dead two. Um, and I will be watching that. I will be watching Snyder. Give it to hopefully us. it's better. It to us. Hopefully it's hopefully it's better. Hopefully Snyder is just a, a fucking producer and his, his wife isn't the producer. <laughs> <this time. laughs> I don't. Hopefully I, they get a direct <laughs> director that can actually do the movie. <laughs> like have Sam Raimi do it or something. Oh my God. If you want oh, there to be like don't. weird humor please, and a please zombie don't. movie. I don't need any more Sam Raimi in this in this world. You know, what hey, I mean? it's better like, than Zack Snyder nowadays. I mean, argue. I mean, he... Sam. <laughs> yes, Mike, I do like Dungeons and Dragons. I do. I don't know. If, I don't know if Devin. Devin, were you ever a TTRPG guy? Did you ever yeah. do like D, like D&D campaigns? Yeah, I played fifth edition, did two campaigns, and I also did a campaign of Star Wars. God damn, boy. I, I love us. I love us so much. God damn. Anyways, I've been going through backlog stuff on uh, on on Game Pass. I'll be I'll be updating you guys as we go along and, uh, you know, kind of give you guys thoughts on some older games. Uh, next up that I have on my list is the medium. I'm I'm I'm, I'm hoping to get into that. Uh, yes, Larry, goes that D20, baby. Goes that D20. Let's fucking yeah. go. Anyways, guys, we are now going to move into. That's what it sounds like. And today for the gallows, guys, we are talking our theaters dying chat. We want your opinions. Let us know what your thoughts are as we have this sort of uh, open forum conversation here. Um, The reason that we're bringing this up, we loosely talked about this in prior episode earlier this year. And the big question was the state of theaters in the middle of the pandemic Versus the state of theaters now is kind of what we're looking at at this point. Um, we have seen in 2021 big changes in how movies are rolled out um, to how movies are going to roll out going forward. We saw movies like Kong versus Godzilla, Mortal Kombat, um, Dune all roll out day one onto streaming services. 
and we've seen other movies refuse to do so. Uh, we now see Disney doing a thing where they have a movie come out in theaters, and now they have it come out 45 days later. Uh, we have also seen them do day one with Black Widow. Uh, did not have good results, unfortunately. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson was pissed, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> She's like, listen, I can't play as a Japanese character if you guys don't pay me the money. <laughs> hey, there's a story that came out, and man, you got to stand up for yourself, okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do have to stand up for yourself, Scarlett. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you, when you're when you're playing uh, uh, General Kusanagi, you definitely have to stand up for yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike says, yeah, I'd say they are, but I wish they weren't. Devin, let's 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 bang this out, my dude. What in the state that we're in right now with what movies are doing, where we are currently December 2021, after we've seen all this year of how movies are handled, what do you think we're going to see going forward? Well, just to start off, since March 2020, uh, 23% of movie theaters in the U.S. have permanently closed. Yes. So that's just about a year and a half. So a little over. Um, I like theaters. I do. But the accessibility is just not there. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who need subtitles in order to watch movies um, there's some people who can't go to movie theaters. Yeah. Uh, movie theaters have handicap handicap spots, but they're really not that accommodating. Hand handicap. 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 <laughs> <laughs> None of them are. I'm sorry, guys. Um. <laughs> handicap. What? <laughs> Fucking. That's Inspector Gadget. That's all that is. Handicap. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about Inspector Gadget. Inspector. <laughs> I used to love that when I was a kid. So honestly, good. so fucking good. Anyways, yeah. not to derail. But, but like, but like, they're not that accommodating. You know, to handicap um, people. Uh, I like being able to watch movies from home. I like not spending, um, you know, $40 every time I go to the movie theater. But I do like going to the movies when it's a big Marvel movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I just think the option needs to be there. Um, if you don't want it to be free to stream, make it available for 20 bucks. You know, yeah, let exactly. somebody have access to it for 48 hours. You still make your money, you know. Yeah. On average, it'll be probably two to four people watching it, but it'll be in their own experience, not at a movie theater where a movie theater needs to take a cut. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, are theaters dying? I don't want to say they are, but the statistics show that they are, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um. I feel like it was happening a little bit before the pandemic even happened personally with the rise of all the streaming services we have and the dedicated content for that, you know, like Netflix and Hulu. And now we got Paramount Plus, and we have Apple TV and we have HBO Max and, you know, the list don't, goes don't, on. Don't sleep on Peacock, baby. Don't sleep on Peacock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Drew Peacock. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 just all out there. You know, and even a lot of uh, like known movies are taking series format. Now, we, we just saw it with the with Chucky. Chucky just did a full season. I just finished that last night. Yeah. Uh, we have 
you know, Marvel doing all the Disney Plus content, same with Star Wars doing all the Disney Plus content, you know, like they're they're finding ways to pull people more into their streaming services than they are to just putting out movies on content or shows on networks. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, it's it's almost it's almost like the the same thing can be said about network TV is network TV dying. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah, very much yeah. so. I, I would argue that network TV is going to fall before theaters do. Honestly. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I, I don't want theaters to go away, but I don't want there to be a fight over streaming platforms having the accessibility to watch, you know, movies from yeah. home. Yeah. Or at least like make it a two week difference or something. Not fucking six months. <laughs> you know right 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 yeah van and lunch had down with 30 dollar popcorn and fizz drink that's that's facts that's fair yeah no it's yeah. it's interesting it's interesting because i'm i'm on similar boat as you i'm also kind of like in an opposing side of things where it's like i really love the theater experience i mm. really really i like the, the like theater showings was something that i never really had like as a kid <clears throat> and so when i got older you know i was able to more readily be able to just go to theater when I was, we moved here, we, I, I, I was 16, 17 years old. I can just go see a fucking movie with my friends. If I wanted to, we skipped school to do it. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Chuck, that was our school security guard. He, <laughs> um, but we, I, I, once, once I did start going to theaters, like more proactively, I started realizing how much I actually enjoyed that experience. And I do really, really like it. Um, as an adult with, unilateral hearing loss your your talk about accessibility is very true uh as someone had that has had to do things like uh uh the uh subtitles glasses that you have to get like special ask for at the front desk um uh, i've tried those i've tried the uh the hearing like amplifiers uh i've tried those um they're not that accessible because you have to have this clunky little box with you. You plug in like the head, the headset that they uh, give to you. You can't just have whatever one that you want. Um, the glasses like are this weird wraparound thing with like two giant things on the sides that like cover that space. Like so you can't really see things like side to side. You have to turn your whole head. It's just a super inconvenient experience. And like to me, it's it's shocking that they haven't found better ways. At the same time, too, it's like. They can't because I, people aren't going to theaters anymore. I I feel like I have a solution for that for theaters. I do, too. Is I have what, a couple ideas. What if they just with an app on your phone, you can use headphones through the movie to get the movie audio. You can do an app on your phone. You could do uh, what they call like in in. uh like an, an invisible ink sort of thing where like they yeah. give you a pair of glasses that you're the only one that can see the subtitles on the screen. Uh, there there's, yeah. there's things like, well, one of the, one of the only cool things that they have done accessibility wise is like people that have the, uh, the, uh, the implant, uh, for their hearing. Uh, they do have mm -hmm. a thing now where you can plug in that little box to the direct implant. So it's a little bit, you can actually hear it directly and that's cool. But when it comes to anything else, like outside of that, it's like theaters just are not very accessibility friendly. Unfortunately, um, they have yeah. handicapped seating, but that's like as far as really as they go. Um, 
And then Vano says that'll just mark up higher, further pushing away customers. And yeah, sure, to an extent. And, and, and you know, obviously the economics of that is something that's way beyond our heads. But just to throw ideas out there, there are ways to go about it. There are ways to go about it. And and who knows? Maybe there's ways to find, uh, find, find a solution to that that doesn't mark up the price of those things. Um, but... Granted, because theaters are theaters, they're going to find excuses to mark up the things anyways, no matter what. It's like, then the question is, would something like that actually mark up further, like justifiably? Or they just mark it up because it's like, oh, we're doing something. We're offering you an extra step to this. We're just going to charge you anyways. Because like, it, it doesn't charge like they don't charge for uh, uh, for using these things like the boxes and stuff like that, because legally they're not allowed to mark up on those things. They're not allowed to charge for those things because of an accessibility law that is countrywide. Um, but if there's anything, that's a big fucking lockout that they have to have with people that can't go see movies at all because they need accessibility issues or they need accessibility to see the movies on top of that though the theater dynamic is just different now and i think mm -hmm. that a lot of that is because not that many people go um i think a big part of that is the unfortunate shooting that happened many years ago in aurora colorado i think that impacted a little bit too Actually, not even just a little. I think that might have been a bigger impact than we. Well, there was think a stigma to see Batman movies or mm -hmm. superheroes after that. There was for a couple of years. Well, and then on you top know? of that, just a stigma to go see theaters because people were fucking horrified that there would be copycats. And it's, mm -hmm. it's just, and it, it, like I get it. It's justified. I understand that. I'm not sure that was a big step towards this like theater like decline. Uh, the price, Vandal's point, the price of theater tickets, the price of food in theaters, like is just absurd. Like <laughs> it's absurd. The fact, like I can go to Winco, Devin, and buy a three dollar box of popcorn and get five times. Six, seven times the amount of popcorn for the same price you pay in theaters. And like that at that point, it's just like you're paying that much money for the novelty of having popcorn out of theater. And that's kind of just like it. That's it. And I think they know that because I've noticed that like the past like five, ten years I've been going to theaters. I've noticed that there's a big decline in how often they check people for like stuff. So it's like they don't care now if people bring food from outside as long as it's not like visible. They can't say shit about it. Um, and I think that's a big part of it, too. Like it's it's the theater dynamics yeah. is weird, dude. I now, just bring a whole ass microwave with me so I can make my mm -hmm, popcorn just mm -hmm, right there inside, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. like. I mean, I've been doing that for a while. We all, we all know about that Dollar Tree. <laughs> that, now, Dollar that Dollar Tree visit. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. You know, you go, you get you get like six things of candy and you wear your, your big jacket. So, you, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. you're like, oh, wait, I mean, hoodie. OK, this won't be too visible if yep, I put yep. it right here. I can put something in my back pocket, you know. And they're like, sir, what's in your jacket? And you're like, bro, did you just touch my dick? And they're like, what? What the fuck? And you're like, bro, he just tried to touch my dick. And then you start making a scene, right? And they're like, oh, sir, we'll just give you free movie tickets for the rest of the year. And you're like, you better because he just tried to touch my dick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did you ever do that? Did you ever do that? No. <laughs> but you did. I can tell. <laughs> about eight times, actually. About eight times. Uh, Vandal in chat says, I'm 31 goddamn years old. And I have vivid memories of me and my mama hitting the dollar store before going to movies. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, that dollar store. That's how you do dog. it, man. Man, y'all ain't lived till you snuck in a homemade burgers and beer. <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've totally brought like a, a, 
a sandwich from home to a oh, movie before. Oh, dog, dog, listen. I've listen, done that a couple times. Listen, and me, I may not have snuck in beer, but I've definitely done whiskey in a flask. Dog, check this out, right? Okay. I need, I need you to not snitch on me, guys. Chat, be cool. Be cool, chat. Be cool, okay? In high school, one Iron Man came out. And on opening day, me and my friends skipped half of our school day to go to go to go see Iron Man in theaters. And we stopped by Popeyes. <laughs> and we brought Popeyes. <laughs> we snuck Popeyes in the movie. Because Popeyes is fire. Popeyes is fire. So if you're ever looking for a good movie theater snack, Popeyes is the way to go. Uh, you absolutely need that Popeyes chicken sandwich like, because that shit is one of the best things I've ever put in my mouth. You're like, what's her name from fucking uh, scary movie? Just out there eating, <laughs> eating drumsticks in the front of a dog. Theater, I had a fat box of hours. like chicken tenders. Like I, I got the biscuits and shit. Damn, bring your own bucket. Bring BYOB. your own bucket. <laughs> BYOB. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike says concessions are the main part of everyday revenue for theaters. Yes, that oh, is that is yes, true. Yes. That is true. Like I they, will say this though, there was a point where it got astronomically high. Like I remember going to the theater and just being like, a large popcorn for thirteen dollars. What? Well, it was even it was even eighteen at some point. There was a point where it really fucking eighteen dollars at the Clackamas Town Center Theater. Dog, it was real fucking expensive at one point. Do you Ooh. remember when you and I went to go see Fast? We oh, went the to go see popcorns fast. were like five bucks. It was like five fucking dollars, and we were seeing at like large. regular showing time. Oh, mwah, fucking pandemic, dog. The things that it yeah. did for us to make up yeah. for all the fucking terrible well, things it did over the past couple of years. Mm. Mm. The large popcorns at uh, Clackamas now are like seven dollars. Yeah, they're, they're like, like seven, seven bucks. eight but, bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I, I'll pay that. I'll pay that for a big ass bucket of popcorn that most of the time I won't finish. Yeah, um, dude, I, fucking eighteen dollars right around the uh, the like fate, like the the beginning of Phase Three Marvel era, dude. It was absurd. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arnell saw it yeah. when we uh, uh, when we saw it at the mall. Popcorn was literally sixteen fifty plus tax. Dog, it was bad. Yeah, it was bad it's been bad like popcorn <laughs> prices are so fucking absurd which is why um i always say like you know be 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 careful about the popcorn shit be careful about the drink shit if you have the option to hit that dollar tree and get that sneaky sneak on yeah. y'all cool. I, listen i'm not saying that you should stiff the theater industry but you should stiff the theater industry when it comes to your snackage baby let's go let's go it's yeah candy 11 dollars. No. Yeah. no 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 what 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 do i do I go to that one Cajun grill and I eat there before I see the movie. That Cajun grill is pretty fire. It's pretty fire. Yeah. And then when I go into the movie, I will buy a drink and maybe a medium popcorn. Yeah, I just That's little, how I just it goes. You just get a little guy. Just enough for you. That's to how I do it now. Because I, I like the experience of popcorn mm-hmm. and a nice fizzy drink mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with my movie. Especially because the for the first is, 10 minutes of trailers, you just see nothing but popcorn and fucking drink advertisements in the beginning. Yeah. And and the problem is, though, that large drink is never enough to last a whole two and a half hour movie. Yeah, you have to be real cautious about it. Real cautious. So that's it. when you bring out the whiskey, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you get plastered for the post credits yeah. let's go yeah. let's go <laughs> and then you yell stuff like whoa 
now the, now the, la- the last interesting thing that I want to talk about in this conversation is like, obviously, we're both saying that, like, eventually, yeah, it kind of feels like theaters are going to die. Uh, but there is also the additive thing of like. Can Disney single handedly keep that from happening very soon because of Marvel? Because like we see Spider-Man had some of the highest fucking ticket sales in the pre-sales ever, period, ever, like, could something like that potentially stimulate theaters to staying alive, Absolutely. like, for a really long time? Like, could it keep them from dying at all, you think? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I think it can stimulate theaters enough. I feel like Disney is the main pusher of theatrical content lately. You know, between all their their remakes that they've been doing, between the new movies they've been doing, the new Pixar stuff, uh, the slew of Marvel content that's coming out. Um, not only that, uh, Star Wars, they have plans to make a bunch of bunch more Star Wars movies. They're just having some issues getting some writers and directors to work together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it's. I mean, it's debatable. Are we going to see it die a little more? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Before I can see us losing happens. like, yeah. yeah, I could see us losing another like 10 to 15% of theaters within the next year and a half or so. Um, because realistically we have, we have Spider-Man coming out and then we're not going to have any other Marvel movies for like four or five months. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's it's still going to be a, a steady decline. I think this will give a nice little bump, but like we don't really have a whole lot else. I mean, we have the Matrix coming out, but like dare I say that I think the Matrix is going to be overshadowed a lot by Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's kind of why they picked the release date that they did, because they're they're it's releasing on a fucking Wednesday, dude. It's random, random fucking day. Yeah. Like they're not doing and it on, on HBO Max. Yeah, it's wild, dude. Like, I mean, it's it's yeah. cool, though. I think the thing is, though, is I think they are knowing that Matrix can't compete with Spider-Man. And that's why they're handling its rollout the way that they are. So, like, I don't I don't think they're doing Matrix for to make a ton of fucking money. I think they just yeah. know that, like, they're wanting to fan service a bit. And you can kind of see that in the trailers. And I can appreciate yeah. them doing that. But that's kind of the point, right? That's kind of the point. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I do know there's been a lot of talk of Keanu in MCU now. And, like, he's publicly come out. And he's like, I would be honored to be a part of the MCU. Like he's publicly come out and said that now. You're breathtaking. So it, it's like it's like I almost feel like they're taking advantage of this, in a sense. And Keanu's like, "No, MCU, pick me up. I don't hate you guys. Pick me up. I don't care that our movies yeah. are coming out at the same time." He's like, "Let me be Ghost Rider." <laughs> yep, yep, dog. I I I want him the MCU so bad, dog. I want him in the MCU so bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, we need on it. on the subject of that because this is all theater based because we're talking about movies, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keanu Reeves, who do you think he should be in the MCU? Oh, literally, Mike asking that in the chat right now. Who would Keanu be best as in the MCU? Um, I think, I think he, I think he'd be a cool fit for Ghost Rider. I think there's someone better. Uh, I also think he'd be pretty cool as an X Men. Yeah, 
like I think I think he could fit very well as 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 one of the X Men. I don't think he'd be one of the main ones, but I think he would be one of the cool like 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 side X Men. Um, that Gambit. would be dope. Gambit. I don't know if he has to look for Gambit because yeah. Gambit's like pretty yeah. young. Gambit's pretty young. I would That's maybe true. argue Keanu Reeves could be a good Silver Surfer. Ooh, actually, Keanu Reeves is Silver Surfer. That's a good one. He's got a good voice. I was almost going to say, like, 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 I was almost going to say, like, Old Man Cyclops. Old Man Cyclops, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Mike says Keanu uh, could be a good, like, old Ghost Rider passing the torch. Yeah, he would be. I think that'd be good. I think he'd be a good uh, good Ghost Rider. There's also what talk about Norman Reedus. Be? being ghost rider yeah. though and that, that that would be a pool pretty cool like little thing that i mean it's on too. brand for him right yeah. you give him a leather him jacket myself. and a motorcycle he's ghost you know? rider already he just needs to yell yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah i mean if you think about it, it it would go in line with the way that they cast characters you know yeah that makes sense it's that like that sense. The, that person's already that person we don't need to make somebody into that person you yeah. know yeah, yeah, yeah. um but uh is there a villain you could see him play I'd ha- I'd have to dig into it a little bit deeper because I the 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 MC the Marvel's current like Marvel situation or Keanu Marvel's can't be a villain. Can I get no? Anybody I, can be a fair. villain. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> Keanu Keanu would not make a good villain. I don't, like he's he's yeah. already he's Keanu's an interesting situation. I don't want to dive into this too much because we're coming to the end of the show here and obviously it's only he's breathtaking. Uh, yeah, he's breathtaking. Uh, Keanu is a very interesting actor because he. Cause to me, he kind of has that Will Smith effect where he just plays the same fucking dude in every single character he's playing as. But because we love it, like who he is as a person fundamentally so much, it just works no matter what we are just we're just fucking here for. It. Will Smith is the same dude in I Am Legend, the same dude in Hancock as he is in Men in Black, as he was in fucking Fresh Prince. Like he's the same fucking personality no matter what. Yeah. Keanu Reeves is the same thing. I think the only person Keanu Reeves has played that was ever at all different is his character in uh the old rocker, the old rocker movies. Help me, Devin. Help me, Devin. Uh they just did the they old just did rocker re- movies. They just did a reboot or a reboot, a reboot. Um uh, what? What? What's the? the I don't know what you're talking about, God sir. Damn it, God damn it! You're gonna fuck me up, and then what I'm gonna say? You're gonna think that Bill, Bill and Ted. Ted. Oh, Bill you and Ted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the moron. You're the one that brought it up. I love you. Rocker yeah, I know. movie. Rocker movie. <laughs> I can thank you, Mike. I appreciate. It. Uh, uh, yeah, I know. I don't even think that was a good. I didn't even so, think you did so, good description. I am the moron. Uh, who, <laughs> do you, who do you think Will Smith would be? Nobody in the MCU. I, I don't think Will Smith has any fucking business being in the MCU at all. Yeah. No, no hard yeah. pass. Hard pass. I, I would I would take fucking Sean Penn before I take Will Smith in the MCU. Okay. Sean Penn was fantastic <laughs> in Star Trek. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's not bad. He's not bad. He's not no, bad. I could I could see Sean Penn being like another like uh like since they don't have shield anymore and it's sword. I could see him being like a sword scientist. That'd be pretty cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Just yeah, like our X Files TV series, Jimmy Woo. Just like we are also pretty cool, I guess you could say besides rocker movies. <laughs> Thank you, Vandal, for giving me that. I deserve the shit. You guys give me shit in the chat. That's fine. Our schedule for next week on Tuesday, we're back with another good cracking podcast. We are doing our 20. 20- 
2021 Game Awards predictions. Uh, where on this past Tuesday we talked about who Good Kraken's Game of the Year's uh, Game Game of the Year was, and all of our choices as Good Kraken. We're not going to talk about. Uh, who we think is going to win. Uh, and we're going to be doing it points-based and uh, every right-correct prediction that each of us gets, going to be me, Devin, and Garrick, uh, will earn us 10 points. Uh, whoever the two losers are is going to have to gift subscriptions to uh, two subscriptions each to the guys in our chat. That's what we're going to be doing. Uh, and so that is going to be uh, uh, followed up by on that following Saturday, which I'll get to in a second. On Wednesday... Devin is back with more Halo Infinite. If you want to play with Devin, you need to hit us up. You need to hit us yes, up. Yes, we'll message me. Some... Yes, give Any him a message. Outlet. <clears throat> Any yes, outlet. Any outlet, just yes, message yes. me. Just hit him up. We are down for big team. We have room for 12 fucking people, baby. Let's do it. Uh, Thursday, we are doing another Shipwreck Show live recording. Um, and uh, that is going to be a good one, but that is exclusive to our patrons. So go to uh, patreon.com slash Good crack and show. I'm gonna drop that there. forward slash good crack. That Patreon. is there. You go. You guys can hit that there. Please support us over there if you want exclusive access to content. Uh, on Friday, uh, we are doing splash damage, another multiplayer uh, run with a game that has just recently come out onto Game Pass called Rubber <laughs> Bandits. <laughs> Thank you, Vandal. Give us that flesh command. Yeah, yeah. Um, flesh. <laughs> uh, yes, splash damage. We're playing Rubber Bandits. Uh, it's gonna be flesh me. damage. Flesh damage. This <laughs> is flesh damage. Splash. Flesh damage. Flesh damage. We're playing rubber bandits. Okay, we're playing. That's all you need to fucking know. It's gonna be me. So far, we know it's gonna be me. Uh, Devin. I think Garrick is very much interested because he likes he likes the look of this game. Uh, we might try to get Raven back in here. Let's try to get fucking Raven back in here. And yeah, then next absolutely. Saturday, we're gonna be giving you guys the results of uh, of our predictions. Uh, uh, from Tuesday and finding out who actually won and who is the best Game Awards predictor. Uh, find out the winner and who is going to be given subs, gifted subs to you guys in the chat, baby. That's next Saturday, our Game Awards rundown. Please, guys, let us know uh, if you think theaters are dying, what you think the state of the theater world is like now and going to be going forward. Uh, down in the comments below, let us know at Twitter. Uh, you can find us there, Good Crack and Show, everywhere, all over the place. Find us, let us know. Uh, in the meantime, guys, this has been the Good Kraken Podcast. Your choice for the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you wanted to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. Uh, right here at twitch.tv slash Show. If you enjoy the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Show where you can get you can submit questions and topics to the show. Excuse me. Uh, oh, Mike, giving us hype love. We love you, Mike. We love you. We love you. Uh, you can submit questions and topics to the show over there. Uh, you can get exclusive post show content and have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the seven seas. Yargin, Yargin, Yarg. Uh, you can Yarg. also support us by going to our YouTube channel by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark. And leaving a review there. We have a post show to go record. But until next time, my friends, be good to each other.